Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. You have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network.
My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Greetings, Spice fans. Silk City Hot Sauce is now sponsoring the Dorkening Podcast Network. Our craft sauces are made in Vermont in small, high-quality batches using locally sourced, farm-grown ingredients. Silk City Hot Sauce comes in a variety of heat strengths and killer flavors like Jezebel, Erotic Fever, Mango Madness, and Good Morning Jonestown. And don't forget our newest creation, Hot Syrup. Make no mistake, Spice fans, this is the queen of sweet heat. There's new and unique flavors coming out all the time. Best of all, right now, listeners of the Dorkening Podcast Network can go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and use coupon code DORK. Not only will you get 20% off your order, we'll also throw in a free bottle of hot sauce. That's SilkCityHotSauce.com. Coupon code DORK. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. That was our new season three intro. I got a lot of comments here. Everybody's loving it. My name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here, and we have a kick-ass show for you today. And as always, Benjamin, how's it going, bud? You're muted. You're muted, Ben. Why would you do that? I didn't do that. You did that. Oh, I did do that, didn't I? <laughs> Bravo on the intro. Well, thank you. Thank you. Bravo. Yeah, I was watching all the comments come up Um they all love it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Season three, Leo, huh? Crazy, kicking it off that? big style, right? Well, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, Jeff's still here, so. Oh, yeah, well. I mean, you know, I mean, I must be having fun because I didn't even want to fucking do season one. Yeah, I tried to and get here rid we are of in season three. I tried to get rid yeah! of that. Didn't work. <laughs> so, so well, Jeff. No, you, yeah, we got a ton of people waiting for our awesome guest. Who do we got today? Let's see if he uh, let's see if he butchers the name. No, I'm not going to butcher the name. I've been practicing it for a week <laughs> because it doesn't sound like it's spelled at all. No, that really that was fucking with me. So I had to practice it. You should have said something. I would have sent you the video of him actually saying his name, and <laughs> then you. Well, no, I, I I found that I found a little thing in the parentheses how you pronounce it, how you're okay. supposed to say it. You know what I mean. All right. So it's uh, let's welcome Vic Miganekanekanekanek. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, sorry, was... Vic. I couldn't help it. It's okay. It's okay, Jeep. It's okay, Jeep. I I don't mind at all. I don't mind. Here we go, Vic Lasagna. They're close enough. Okay, now you're now you're at least you're in the neighborhood now. <laughs> so welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm looking forward well, to uh, thank you so very much. You. Thank you. I have a couple of things I want to say. First of all, I love the open. Uh, I love that new opening. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Second, I have a couple of questions though. Number one, where are the gummies? I don't see any gummies. In my belly. I saw multiple references to gummies. I have I've received no gummies. Well, you got to blame Jeff because he normally brings the gummies. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I saw. So I I love gummies. Just just saying. So I saw that and got excited. Second thing is, did you did you mean to misspell chicken? Yes. Yeah. And there's a couple there's a couple Monty Python. <laughs> uh, and, and for those hardcore fans, there's several Monty Python references if you can catch them. Oh yes. Yeah. 
I love it. It was what a great opening. That was really fun. And and uh, also, I I want to say hello to so many people that have joined the show that I recognize uh, because I normally do a live stream on Twitch on right. Wednesday nights. And um, yes, there are five lights. <laughs> um, and uh, six if you count Jeff. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, I'll be I, a while. I have rehearsal tonight for a stage play that I'm doing in town. And there's Polka Nut! Oh my goodness. Anyway, um, so it looks to me like a lot of Desi, hi. A lot of the uh, Twitch family that normally gets together with me on Wednesday nights is here early. So I see right. that. Well, well, we want to thank them for joining us tonight on a season three premiere with Vic season Lasagna, as Jeff premiere. said. <laughs> I think yes, you got closer than he did, Ben. Oh, I know how to say it. I was just giving him crap. You know what I'm going to do right now I've never done in my life? What's that? I've been doing this lately because... I've been doing this lately because I've been doing an audiobook, okay? And every once in a while, a name of like a city in another country will come up or a word that I'm not familiar with. So I will type in pronounce and then I'll put the word up, right? And uh, and it'll tell me how to pronounce it. How to pronounce. So I just, I just typed into a, a search window, pronounce my last name. And let's see what it says. Oh boy. Pronouncenames.com. Mignona. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Mignona. You idiots. <laughs> this is literally a website. Okay, wait a minute. How to print here now? Here's Italy. Hold on. This might be right. Pronouncenames.com. Jeff, are you listening? Mignona. <laughs> That was closer to what I had. Mignogna. That's the actual way, is Mignogna. But when my grandparents came off the boat at Ellis Island, it turned into Mignana. So it's Mignana, like tomorrow in Spanish. Right. Well, now that we've got that out of the way. Well, <laughs> th thanks for having me, you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whew. I'm sorry, that's about all we have time for today. <laughs> And that wraps wraps up Vic's career. I, I just have to say, I absolutely... I think we've covered everything, guys. I think we've covered everything. I have to say, when you got up, I saw I absolutely loved the chair. Oh, my God. My chair? Your chair. Oh, thank you. It's it's kind of captain-ish like. Oh, so captain-ish. Kind of captain-ish chair, but I've got my real captain's chair upstairs in, uh, in my little display room. But when I saw this at a store, I'm like, Ooh, that kind of looks like a it Star does, Trek chair. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> There's no oh. controls on the arms or anything, though. No, no, no. You'll have to add some. That's upstairs. Pretty nice leather. I don't want to mess the leather. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm gonna dork out right from, from right from the beginning. Oh, I was so, uh, for yeah. I dork, dork out or, I or ask you a question. Gonna... I figured I'm I'm sitting here going, really? We're 12 minutes in. And we're talking about fucking chairs. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this is fucking spectacular. Well, it, because it looks like. Oh, by the way, it is 18 plus, so I can do that. Oh, okay. I, I did fix that, yeah. Uh, well, it does look like uh, Kirk's chair, and you do awesome, uh, you know, uh, cosplay as uh, Kirk, but uh, somebody had a uh, Next Generation uh, comment in there. Uh, 
is there, there... <laughs> well the five lights there are five lights um, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a preference uh, to uh, to any Trek series or do you just love all Trek Leo are you just joining us now I am I am <laughs> Did you read the friggin' show notes, you know, Leo? Yeah, do you know anything about your guests? <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, like for me, I, I like, I don't care for Deep Space Nine, you know? You, the, the... You, you seem to be as informed as Jeff with my last name pronunciation. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, let me, let me make this... As clear and succinct as I possibly can. Please do. I am all about the original series and really nothing else. Okay. Right. At that time. I, yeah, the reason that I created Star Trek Continues was because I wanted to pay tribute and homage to this show that inspired me so much when, uh, when I was young. And uh, then when, you know, when Next Generation came out, I was in my early 20s and I wanted to like it. I was like, oh my gosh, more Star Trek. This is so great. And then I watched it. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Where's my hero? Who's this bald guy? Who's this scrawny bald guy that just wants to talk all the time? And, and uh, you know, so I wanted to like it. I mean, I and I have nothing against it, but it's not my Star Trek. Okay. The original series is my Star Trek. So... Well, That's well, well. That I, I got. I was confused when I saw the next generation comment in the uh, in the comment there. So. Well, st we're all family. Star okay. Trek is all family. You know what I mean? But uh, so I, I don't. Uh, thank you, Hardy Girl. Um, I, uh, I love all Star Trek, but my personal jam is the original series yeah. and Shatner and the original show uh, was what influenced me so much, and that's why I. I wanted to make Star Trek continues. Awesome. And I, I've watched all the episodes since I, you know, finally heard about it, that it existed. Uh, and the way that you captured it, phenomenal. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's just I'm... like going back to when I was a kid watching the original Star Treks, complete with the screen and, you know, the sounds and, and even the mannerisms, how you portray Captain Kirk was just, it was just unbelievable. You. Well, you know what? Everybody involved loved the original series. So even though we weren't being paid a lot of money, and by a lot, I mean none, um, we we all loved what we were doing. We all, we all realized we were part of something special. We we're making something special. And we wanted, we wanted to give arguably the most iconic series in television history the ending that it never had, yeah. the closure that right. it never had. And uh, and I am so incredibly proud of everybody that was a part of our our production team, both in front of and behind the camera. I guess I'm going to have to go watch it now. Oh no, you definitely should. You know. Oh my! Look, at the... I, I believe I believe I can find that at uh, StarTrekContinues.com. Right. All these guys are watching. Pay no attention to the notes they put in. Um, don't get, you don't have to go to YouTube. You can go straight to StarTrekContinues.com. All of our episodes, all 11 episodes are there to watch for free. So spread the good word and uh, go check us out at StarTrekContinues.com. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, everybody loves Gav says, uh, still token and questions for Vic. Hello and greetings from Dublin, Iron. 
Ireland, uh, Vic, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Now, serious question, top five Desert Island albums. Oh, is this the if I was stuck on a desert island kind of thing? I believe so. I, I would assume so, but it's coming from Ireland, so you got to answer it. First of all, <laughs> I love Ireland. Um, my One of my dear, dear friends who was our special effects supervisor for Star Trek Continues lives in Belfast. And uh, I did I actually did a couple of Comic-Cons over there. Um, Very cool. A, a couple of years back and got to hang out with him. And I've been to Dublin a couple of times and Belfast and just absolutely love it. Now, in answer to the question, hmm, um, top five desert albums. Okay. Um, at least one or two Barry Manilow records because I love his music. He got me started playing the piano and writing songs. And so a couple of his, a couple of his probably uh, maybe even now and uh, trying to get the feeling again. Those are two good albums of his. Um, definitely some movie soundtracks. Um, uh, maybe, uh, maybe Star Wars, but, uh, maybe Lord of the Rings. Um, I really love orchestral soundtrack music. So it'd be at least one or two of those. And, and then I have one more. I'd probably, probably something classical, um, just to keep my, or to keep my taste, um, cultured on the right. desert island <laughs> well there you go or maybe it would be a sound effect <laughs> maybe it would be a sound effects album of big city streets and and busy and <laughs> busy honking cars <laughs> beep beep yeah right <laughs> i would have put you more as like the grease soundtrack the grease soundtrack huh. Were you not in the green room with us that night? I'm just curious. Uh, well, I was physically there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was okay. I was physically there, but that was a week actually, after surgery. Actually, here, I, let me refresh your memory. Oh, geez. Are, are, are you expecting me to actually do something? Yeah, uh, Leo. Yeah. I think I, have a, I think I sent you a video. It's oh, very wow. short. You did, you did, you did. You sent me two of them. All right, so just, just play one. No, I got them. I had to format them, so I got them both. Merge together. Anyway, here they are. Play them both. Thank you. 
I did that because during the first song you could hear Vic clearly shouting out the different chords and teaching everybody <laughs> song as he went. I would like to say that I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to everyone who inadvertently entered the room and uh, and they were like, oh my gosh, not Piano Man again. Listen, you guys, Piano Man is a crowd favorite, all right? When you don't know what to do, you go to Piano Man or you go to Journey. I can play other songs. That's the point. But that's what I was well, leading in. But the, it was the teaching aspect because I was reading over some of your, your your past and you've taught in the past. Yeah, my first, it wasn't a career move. Um, the first time that I, uh, the, the first year I was out of school, the first year out of college, I didn't have anything in particular lined up. And so uh, a friend of mine's dad was the administrator of a high school in Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. And he asked me if I had any plans lined up for work. And I said, no, not yet. And he said, you want to come down and teach acting and speech and drama classes at, at this high school I'm the administrator for? And I was like, sure. And then two weeks before that, two weeks before school year started, he calls me and he says, so uh, the guy that was supposed to teach 11th grade English bailed out on us and we checked the SAT scores of all the new incoming teachers and you had the highest SAT scores in English. So you're going to be teaching 11th grade English too. <laughs> but you must be a natural at it because I mean, you just, you know, and, I, and that's back to the green room. You just kind of, kind of took over and I, I don't know. I thought well, it was fun I, as hell. I think, I think I was the first one to leave. <laughs> that's because you couldn't stand up. By the way, you guys, the guy that was playing the guitar, somebody said yep. something about Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I was no, bring that that's up. Steve Constantino. He was one of the Camorian guards in Return of the Jedi. Yes, right? um, exactly. I love that Paisan. We do too. He's actually going to be coming on, um, I believe, either February or March. He's he's going to be booked on the show. Wonderful. But he might actually be on the Dorkening before that. Who knows? So, and that would be Leo's show that follows this show yeah. at what time tonight? Nine o'clock tonight. Nine o'clock tonight. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, but I wanted to bring up the teaching aspect because I found that very interesting. Well, thank you, know, you. Thank you. And I, I enjoy, I, I love, I love music. Oh, I, absolutely. I love music and I love, um, I love playing, jamming with people and stuff. And sometimes you actually, you actually have a couple of albums, don't you? No, I have six. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I was that's, trying to be nice. That's not a couple. Well, why wasn't one of those one of your, well, according to Bill, albums? Ben can't count past one. So, well, yeah, that's right. I can't count past one. <laughs> I have six. I have uh, I have four vocal CDs and two instrumental piano CDs. And where can people find those? They are all available on iTunes and the Apple Store. Um, um, yeah, they're are they all on, available. Are they on Spotify? Yes, I believe so. Okay, oh, we'll have good. To, More we'll have to check that here. out because what I'll do is I'll go download them from Spotify and I'll put them in the rotation on our new radio station. Oh, well, that's cool. So... And, and yes, Leo, I brought up the radio station. 
Ah, uh, Dead like, Dork Radio. Doing? Dead Dork Radio, yeah. Leo is slacking tonight. What in the hell is going on? It, it's, it's Well, we said we it's cuz he's off an hour. I'm off an hour, yeah. Is that what it is? It is. It is. Yeah, I'll it come is. to your rescue, Leo. You know, thank you, Jeff. I can, I thank you, thank that. you, Jeff. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's one good thing about going on an hour early. I'm not going to be crying for my fucking dinner come fucking eight eight thirty. You saw I put a chicken commercial in there, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> of course. All right. Hey, enough about Jeff. Enough about Jeff. Let's sure. get back to our amazing guest. So, so uh, Vic, uh, with your your voice acting, what do you prefer, doing uh, like anime or video games? I, I know video games is, is a ton of extra work. Um, you know, I just like it all. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I love the work. I just love I, – I've always loved playing characters. Um, when I was young, it was stage plays and school productions and community theater. And then uh, got some opportunities to do some on-camera stuff, uh, which I really enjoyed. And then I stumbled into voice acting. And to me, it was all acting. It was all playing a character, just, uh, you know, in, in, in different settings. Um, I love it all. I don't know that I could ever pick, pick one. Um, I do like anime series because you kind of follow the chronology of the story and you can develop the character and you can feel, you know, connected to where the character's going, where his story arc is taking him and you, you grow along with him. Whereas video games are all over the place. Right. In fact, half the time you're recording multiple possibilities depending on what the player does or chooses. Yeah. So it's not as much of a, of an organic journey of a character as a, as an animated series would be. And of course, right. video games always uh, include tons of fighting, yelling sounds, punching, kicking, getting punched, getting kicked, falling from 10 feet, falling from 50 feet, breaking a leg, breaking both legs, uh, punched in the gut, punched <laughs> in the face, punched in the crotch. I mean, every conceivable you know, a variation of fighting in-game sounds um, are much more prevalent, obviously, in uh, in video games than in anime. Unless, of so course, what was your... something like Dragon Ball Z, where there's lots of fighting. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> wait a minute. I mean, in the show. Yeah. What was your favorite voice to do? I'd have to say Full Metal Alchemist was probably my favorite. Um, and not because of me or anything to do with me, but just because the story was so great. Yeah. Uh, the story was so great. The characters were so endearing. Um, it was such a wonderful, wonderful show. And uh, it was an incredible privilege to be a part of it. Very cool. Cool. Now, I know uh, Grant Imahara uh, worked with you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lost him way too soon. Oh, my uh, goodness, yes. Along with playing Sulu, did he also work on the sets? Um, um, he did not work on the sets per se, but every once in a while he would come down early and like help us get some, some electronic things going. Like you remember Sulu had that scope that would come up out of the helm console yeah. that he would look into. And we had that, but it never worked. And so Grant came down early once and wired it all up so that it would work. He oh, was... Nice. One of the kindest men I've ever met. 
he was such a nice guy. Mm. And uh, yeah, that was that was an incredible shock and uh, incredible loss to the whole world. He was one of the nicest guys I've known. Yeah, it, it's uh, I, I love watching him on MythBusters, and uh, I've recently found out that. Grogu came about because he built a baby Yoda to bring around to children's hospitals. You're kidding. Yeah, I, I read that in an article uh, last week. I did not. I've never heard that. Yeah. He, well, because that was know. the last project he worked on was baby Yoda. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Well, I knew that he was working on a baby Yoda project. Yeah, yeah but it was originally meant for uh, to bring around to children's hospitals. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah. Well, see, once again, further further proving what an amazing person he is. And uh, as a matter of fact, the studio where we shot our series, here comes a shameless plug. The, uh, the studio where we shot our series is still standing, uh, as beautiful as ever when we shot the series. And it is now being run by Neutral Zone Studios. So go to NeutralZoneStudios.com because not this coming weekend, but the following weekend, I'm going to be going down there to walk people through the sets. We open up the sets one weekend every month to let people walk around and take pictures and experience oh, being nice. on the Enterprise like the original series. And it is like stepping into a dream. It is wow. so wonderful. And I love sharing them with people. And uh, I go down there and 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 lead the walkthroughs myself. Uh, so I'll be down there January. I'll be down there a weekend in February. I'll be down there a weekend in March. So go to NeutralZoneStudios.com for all the information. Uh, if you're interested in walking through the original Enterprise, and it's all free of charge. That is awesome. Wow, wow that's incredible. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Uh, I, I remember many, many years ago. Ben's gonna laugh at this. We were at, uh -huh. uh, my wife and I were at. Uh, I think it was Universal. <laughs> I already know what you're gonna say. <laughs> we were at Universal. I think it was Universal. Might have been MGM. I can't remember. Get to the point. Because uh, it was so long ago. Uh, but anyway, we were down in Florida, <laughs> and they had the Star Trek thing, where you can. This is when they had, uh, you know, VHS tapes. You know what I mean? So I remember filming this little thing and, and my wife sat in the the captain's chair and we were instructed to you know pretend like you're you're being fired upon you know what i mean and when we played it back we got home we played it back she had the biggest shit eating grin on her face and it was like oh my gosh it was hysterical now was that the original series or was that the next generation the original it was the original so that goes back a long time. I think I think I was twenty five, maybe twenty eight. Oh wow! Yeah. At that point. Well, let me tell you. So something. that was it. Sets that 30, we built, 35 years ago. Let me tell you, the sets that we built are about as spot on to the original soundstage as anyone can get, and uh, so I would love to encourage each of you guys and any of your your viewers to uh, join us. Check out neutralzonestudios.com for the details and come on down. Absolutely, we'll have to we'll have to see if we can get a uh, a con down there. Yep, I'm writing that down actually. Make it make it. A I, have, I have CRS. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of CRS, Leo. Oh, ads. Yeah. 
Well, first, before ads, where can they find out about our great guests? Well, you can definitely find a bunch of information in the show notes up above and down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And since, obviously, because I forgot to uh, put some of the links there, you can definitely go to Vic's website. I have that link there as well, which you do have a bunch of links on your website to everything. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously we do have uh, some sponsors to pay the bills here. And uh, we have a new one this week. Ben, do you want to announce it? No. No, I'll just play it? Okay. I don't announce. That's Jeff's job. Surprise! I do. I see somebody's playing hey, with Envato elements. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they are. And that actually is Mary Palmer. Uh, from... yeah, they've been great supporters of ours over the last few years, and uh, right. we greatly appreciate that. Lynn, DJ, thank you. Yeah, you can also check them out as extras in, in our film. So, oh, cool. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We had the pleasure of, uh, well, we haven't, we haven't killed DJ yet, just Lynn, right? No, we just, we ran him over with the truck. I slammed into yeah, the but concrete he didn't floor. Die. Um, yeah, yes, their CBD gum is out of this world. They have dentists that use it, so it's just out of this world. And uh, Billy says, uh, Was that a hint? Uh, talking about cons, oh, yeah, sure, uh, Billy. Yes. If, yeah, you know, you want to go get down there, let's do it, Billy. Did I uh, did I notice in that commercial that they had CB treats for dogs? Yes, yep, okay, now I've seen everything. <laughs> Yeah, but, it's actually very, very helpful. Uh, the dogs actually love it. If you have a hyper dog or uh, you're going on a long car ride, it helps mellow them down. Um, yes, wow. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff chews I, on I, every time we drive out of Massachusetts. Yeah, you know, well, it's it's the flavor, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure it is. You know, I mean, I miss, I miss my gravy train because I don't even <laughs> can find it anymore. <laughs> So uh, I just can't with you. Um, Leo's speechless. I, I, <laughs> I know he's totally stopped. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, okay, floor, Leo. Uh, sorry about that. Okay, so so talking about the the set from uh, the original series. Um, did you see the new set on Discovery for the original Enterprise? Yes. What yes, what, what were you thought of uh, thought of that? And uh, what what well, do you think? with uh, the new series coming out for the enterprise. Well, I certainly want it to do well. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want everybody to love star Trek and I want everybody to, I want everything to point people back to the original series, yeah. quite honestly. Um, but, uh, having said that, you know, I mean, I like a couple of the nods that they gave to the original bridge, but, you know they're never going to go back to that original look you know they're they're moving forward and and so they they had quite a challenge in front of them quite honestly you know the challenge of making it giving it a nod to the original series supposedly being back in time somewhere in the star trek timeline but still feeling uh new and technologically advanced. So uh, I don't envy them their job. 
But uh, the sets that we built, at least in my humble opinion, are about as close as you're going to get to what they had at the original Desilu Studios in the late 60s. Yeah. That's why it's so much fun to share it with people because when those doors open and and the fans that come down, and we have hundreds of people that come down every every time we do this. They come from all over the country. Some of them even fly in uh, internationally. But every time those doors open, we get responses, every conceivable type of response, like people start t crying, laughing, jumping up and down, dancing, swearing. Um, it's just, it's amazing. Um, because it's like you're looking at a television show, mm -hmm. but you can actually walk in and run your hand down the, down the wall and, you know, sit in the captain's chair and step up on the transporter platform and, you know, and, and experience it, you know, tangibly. It's, it's an amazing thing. And next to building it and making our series, I think my favorite thing is, uh, is that is sharing it with people for the first time. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great idea. Whoever just wrote that, putting a camera there to get that would be Hardy yeah. Girl. Very smart idea. Very smart idea. Yeah, I could tell that she is way too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> He's starting to doze off on us. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I really loved about the uh, uh, the Star Trek Continues is the fact that you brought in one of the original Star Trek characters' sons. Yes. Yes. And that blew my mind when I first saw that. Yes. That was impressive, and it, it really paid homage. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, the guy who played Scotty in the original series of Star Trek was named Jimmy Doohan, James Doohan. And his son, Chris, plays his father's role in Star Trek Continues. And it's... um. It's it was really a joy to have him there. He uh he was a tiny little boy when his dad made the original series. And he he used to regale us with stories of his dad locking he and his brother into the shuttlecraft and saying, Stay here and play until I get back. Um he would take <laughs> the set. Um so it was really, really neat to have Chris be a part of it. He's such a nice guy and and he did such a great job. Uh, you know paying paying uh, homage to his father's role it's wonderful that's awesome. thank you scott thank you so much and i saw cress here too hello cress thanks for joining us i want to thank everybody that's out there joining us uh, for joining us this evening you know we have an amazing guest uh we are in our third season kicking it off with an amazing mm -hmm. guest wow i'm honored um you know we have tons of stuff coming for season three so you'll have to subscribe like and follow us as well now just there's my shameless plug for the night <laughs> uh but i do have a question i was reading your 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 you know your bio and backstories and stuff uh what is a summer seasonal officer the guy was going to bring that up too a summer seasonal officer i, I read that and i said well i've never That's heard easy. of that that's what, easy. What is that? A summer seasonal officer is a police officer in a seasonal town that doesn't normally have tons of of residents, but okay. in the summer months, they turn into tourist uh, destinations, and so they need 
a lot more law enforcement. Okay. So you were confiscating everybody's weed? No. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, he, might, he might want to go back there someday. Maybe. No, I uh, no, I was a police officer in Ocean City, Maryland for a couple of years, and uh, my mom still lives there. I love it. And Yes, like Jaws, whoever just wrote that. Um, Billy Middlestat. Oh, here they are. I my my little thing here on the side was set to private chat, and I didn't <laughs> see any of the comments. And I'm like, they're going by, and I don't see them. Yes, um, yes, just like in Jaws, Amity is a is a summer town that you know. And Ocean City was in uh, in Maryland is a town that has about thirty thousand people that live there year round. But in the summer months, it swells to 300,000. Wow. Because of tourism and the beach and stuff. So very cool. They put on a lot of uh, a lot of officers. They train them. And, you know, we go through all the same training and are sworn in by the mayor and powers of arrest and carry a gun and the whole nine yards. That's very cool. They, That's very cool. They allowed you to carry a gun. Wait, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to stop you right there, Jeff. I'm, I am going to stop you right there. Oh yeah. Did you, did you not already ask him where he resided? And he said Texas. I live well, in the yes. beautiful free state of Texas. If somebody says that they live in Texas, you can be damn sure that they have guns. Well, they don't have to, but the beauty is they're allowed to. Most most of, of the residents that's the point. Most of the residents in Texas know how to use a firearm. Just saying. I put that out there. Texas. I love Texas. I am incredibly, incredibly happy to, to live here. I love where I live. I love Texas. I love the people here. I love the cost of living here. I love the way the state is run. I love it. So very cool. But no, I saw it. Like I said, I had seen that and I was just, I figured that's what it was, but I wanted to bring that up because we like to thank our veterans and first responders. That's how Absolutely. I close the show. So I want to thank you for that service. Thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, it was very interesting work. It wasn't, it wasn't something that I did as a career move, just like the teaching. Mm -hmm. the teaching mm -hmm. thing wasn't something I wanted to do with my whole life, but I didn't have any, anything scheduled. And I thought, well, that could be fun. Uh, especially as an actor, there's a certain dramatic element to being a police officer. So, uh, so I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed That's really it. Cool. That's really cool. Uh, Tony's asking, did you ever do any uh, acting work at Frontier Town in OCMD? Oh, Tony, what a great question. No, I did not. Frontier Town, you guys, is kind of like a like a Western town, and they would hire actors, you know, to play the sheriff and the marshal and the bank robbers and stuff. Um, no, I never did that. Now I feel like I sounds like fun. Yeah, I mean, he mentioned Frontier Town. I'm not sure where he's mentioned mentioning it. Uh, Frontier Town was a place in Ocean oh, City. it's Ocean City. Okay, yeah. Um, we actually have one in New Hampshire. Same thing. Because yeah. I we were my parents used to take us there when we were younger. Yes. Exactly. So it's really really cool type of a uh, uh, getaway for people. So, well, I don't know if that name is Zyled or Zealed. But I love you too. Oh, drop you. That's exiled. Oh, okay. 
you can pronounce that, but you can't pronounce our guest's last name. <laughs> well, it's not spelled like exiled. <laughs> exactly. Uh Phenomenal Wig is asking uh, Vic, what was the hardest anime character to voice? Um, well, the uh, the hardest character vocally was the guy that's hanging out behind Ben right now. Um, he, uh, I don't need glasses, Rowan. <laughs> what? What would make you think I need glasses? There you go. Oh, thank you, thank you. Can you see that now? Oh, there he is. <laughs> I thought that was Farrah Fawcett behind you. Oh, it was. On steroids. Oh, the blonde hair. Anyway, um um he was he was just hard from a from a physical standpoint because all of the yelling and fighting and powering up and when I when I did the latest Broly movie, uh the studio called me and said, Okay, um, he actually has more lines than he ever has before. So as an actor, I was excited about that. But they told me he has 26 speaking lines and 520 fighting sounds. <laughs> so the sad thing is we kicked out all of the lines of dialogue in about a half an hour and then spent the whole rest of the week working on all the fighting. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yes, Bryant knows that's exactly. He was definitely, Broly was definitely a throat ripper. And then I played a character in Digimon that was equally throat ripping. Uh, the character's name was Mad Leomon. He was a giant mecha lion creature. And he was even worse than Broly, but at least he was, he showed up for an episode or two and then he was gone. Right. You know, Nobody ever dies in Dragon Ball. No. So. They just get bigger and better. Yeah. <laughs> they just so, go um, to the next level. Exactly. I, I couldn't find the answer, but uh, I'm curious how'd you, how, how you made out on Star Search. Oh, uh, well, I didn't win. <laughs> well, did, well thank you for <laughs> such a painful memory, Jeff. It's my job. Well, you're at it. Why don't you give me a nice paper cut and pour lemon juice on it? Um, you know, he has to save something for next time he sees you. Um, <laughs> uh, well, here's the deal, you guys. I didn't expect to be selected to be on Star Search. They came to Houston in 1993 when I was living in Houston. And I just went and auditioned because I thought it would be fun. And they chose me uh, to be on the show. I'd never been to LA. I'd never been to California. And so they flew me out there to do the show. And I thought to myself, well, you know, I don't expect that I'm going to win. I don't think that I have that, you know, that great of a voice. So I didn't expect to win. So here was my strategy. They're going to play this show all over the country, probably all over the world. And every time they play it, they have to pay royalties to the people whose songs the contestants sing. So I thought to myself, I'm much more a songwriter than a singer. So why don't I sing a song that I wrote and then I'll get some exposure as a songwriter and I'll also get paid royalties every time they air the show. So Star Search played, you know, 
re in reruns and in different countries for months and months and months after I was on it. So even though I didn't win, um, you know, I at least got some royalties, not much, but got some royalties. A couple pennies here, a couple the pennies there, originals. right? Yeah. And, uh, and also, um, got, you know, got to showcase the fact that I wrote songs as well as singing. Then you had a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, but I will tell you guys that I found out once I got there, they flew us in, you know, like two days ahead of time and we would go and, and rehearse at the Star Search Studio, Star Search Theater in LA. And I became very quickly aware that it was rigged. Yes, Hardy Girl, thank you. That was the song that I that I sang. Mm -hmm. And my purple suit, yes, Desi knows I wore this purple double-breasted suit. But um, I found out really quickly that it was rigged. When I got there, we started we all started, all the contestants were there and we all started kind of hearing buzzes and rumors. And um, we found out that, uh, oh, Sarah, stop it. The mullet. Oh. <laughs> now we want footage of that. <laughs> yes, we uh, do. Is there any way that you guys can block somebody? <laughs> Actually, we can. Um, no, but I'm only just if it's, only just if it's warranted. Um, <laughs> and it's but, not. But I have the video. I have the video from Star Search. It sounds and to me like Leo's looking for it. The yeah, reason, let, let me just tell you what's funny about it, you guys. There's the moment where you sing your song and you're the challenger, and then the champion sings, right? And then they make you two stand there and look right into the camera, and they say, uh, the challenger receives so-and-so stars, and the champion receives so-and-so stars. Ta-da, is the winner, right? So, the champion sang first. His name was Roscoe. I'll never forget it. And Roscoe always liked to sing Michael Bolton songs. Okay. Michael Bolton was big at the time. Love is a wonderful thing. And so he, he did that song. And I was standing in the wings waiting to go on when he finished. And he was so pitchy. He was so flat. And I th I was standing in the wings going, oh, my gosh, I could win. I could conceivably win. He sounds bad. So he finished, and I went out and took my spot, and I was nervous because I knew this was national television. I did the best I could. It wasn't very good. I didn't expect to win, like I said. And then came the moment of truth where me and Roscoe stand side by side and the camera shooting us head on we're supposed to look right into the camera so the world can can see our reaction right and ed mcmahon says the champion receives three and a quarter stars now remember there are only four stars possible right and he just did the worst performance i'd ever heard in my life and when ed mcmahon said the champion receives three and a quarter stars i literally on national television went like this <laughs> <laughs> i knew at that moment okay if they gave him three and a quarter stars for that i'm i'm done see ya so he uh they intended for him to keep winning so he kept winning 
I uh, can't play the video. I this is what comes oh, up that's in Google. So unfortunate, really. Is uh, is this it? Nope. No. Why is that coming no, up? No, 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 no. That's why he's the monkey behind the keyboard. Yeah, I he know. Not graduated. I, will you, I will tell you this, guys. If you if you purchase one of my concert DVDs, I believe that that one of the bonus features is my appearance on Star Search. From 1993. There you go. So yeah. there it is. And you can I'll find that. Buy that just so I can see that. <laughs> hey, I still have. You know what, you guys? Okay. When the Broly movie, the new Broly movie in 2019, when it, when we premiered that movie in Los Angeles in December of 2018, I, uh, I wore the exact same purple double-breasted suit that I wore on Star Search in 93. Really? Wow. Yes. You could still fit in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I want to see the mullet. Well, in the, words, <laughs> in, the, in the words of Mick Jagger, you can't always get what you want. That is true. <laughs> um, so you've done, you've done a ton of other things from what I can read here. You were a worship leader? Yes, I uh, led music at my church for many years in Houston. Mm -hmm. um, music has always been a very, very big part of my life, and I, I, uh, I loved serving in my church. Uh, I've done all kinds of weird things in my life. I can I see that. Music professionally. Back when I was in high school and college, some of my summer jobs included things like being a chauffeur. I used to drive a limo. Uh, I built houses like carpentry work, and um, um, I used to be a greenskeeper at a golf course. Uh, a lot of weird things. Nothing weird. You have a that. degree in TV and film too, right? Yes, my my degree was in film and television, and my minor was theater. Yes, we, and the police officer. Yeah, Nick, we 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 had mentioned that. Yeah, a few minutes ago. Yeah, I did a little of that too. Very cool. Very cool. And a lot of production work, production-related work. I've I've shot a ton of production. I've, stuff. I've directed and shot a lot of video and film work. Um, yeah. You've done some some jingles and commercials. Oh, lots of those! My goodness, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell us a name a couple. Well, I mean, if you lived you in, if you lived in the Texas region of the country, Louisiana, Oklahoma, <laughs> Texas. Um, I did, you know, I used to work with ad agencies all the time when I lived in Houston. I've written hundreds that's of jingles. Cool. That's pretty cool. Um, and post scores for television shows or documentaries. Or I used to work with radio stations a lot doing um, um, parody songs where I would do a parody of a pop song. I always enjoyed those. Yes, <clears throat> the national anthem many times. I was going to say, you sang mm -hmm. the national anthem uh, at the Houston Astros games. Um, yeah, but going back to the jingles and radio stations, <clears throat> we have a radio station. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I had a cough. Sorry. You all right? Uh, you okay? Yes, yes, yes. I'm good. I'm good. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I um, I used to work with um, Clear Channel um, writing jingles for morning shows all over the country. That is pretty cool. Like they would come, whatever was hot in the news, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever was going on in the news, um, 
like, uh, you know, whether it was Clinton or uh, or uh, West Nile virus or uh, any number of things. And they could be local as well. Right. So, like, you know, there may be a morning show team in Pittsburgh and there's a hospital that's about to get shut down in Pittsburgh and they wanted a, a jingle um, Allegheny General Hospital uh, and so I did you know would do a jingle a Garth Brooks song um, about that or hundreds and hundreds of them could have been Bohemian Rhapsody could have been uh, anything very cool we're very, gonna, very cool. We're going to have a morning show. It's Saturday morning cartoons, but it's still a morning show. <laughs> well, if you need a jingle, you knew how to call, right? Yeah, totally. Well, at least I know who to call. <laughs> yeah, I'd call a fucking Ghostbuster. So. For what? <laughs> because that's what they tell you to do. Oh, that's what they tell you to do. So we are getting close to that time. Usually we'll run a little late and a little long. Um <laughs> But we probably have about five minutes, and then we've got to let Vic go. He does have to yes, get, I have, get a skedaddle to. I have to hop in. Yes, I have to hop in my car and head to Garland, Texas, uh, because I'm part of a Christmas musical. And some of you are like, uh, Christmas musical. Hey, Vic. <laughs> Hello, it's uh, January 5th. I know. Um, the uh, I did this Christmas musical called Hope in the Heartland, uh, really wonderful original musical. And we did it the weekend before Christmas. And then we had one more weekend this coming weekend that we were going to be doing the show again. So we're all showing up tonight for rehearsal to uh, make sure we didn't forget our part, our lines or anything. And so we'll be rehearsing tonight, tomorrow night, and then Friday and Saturday will be the, the last weekend of the show. Awesome. Very cool. So if you're in that area, head out there, check it out. Yeah. You know, you won't be sorry. I mean, it's fine. It's a, it's a really, it's a feel good show. It's a, you it's know, a really, really nice uplifting show. You can definitely tell Vic is an entertainer uh, that if you're watching the show, because he basically took over the show and just, I mean, I did not, you guys just didn't ask just, me a question. I just sat here and looked good for the whole show. Well, we don't ask questions. We're an unscripted show. We do ask <laughs> questions. That's what yeah, we, we, we did ask. Unscripted doesn't we, mean that we just sit here and go. <laughs> well, it seems to me that there were questions asked, young yes, man. Yes, there, 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 there were questions asked. Well, and a lot of them. Did I miss any questions from any of of the chat? Uh, I, I think I think I got them all. I did have one last question for you. I know you, you need to go, uh, but being a original series fan, uh, how yes. much? How many of the original casts have you had a chance to meet? All of them. Ah, oh, that's awesome. All of them, and right? I'll tell you. You suck, you, dude. I'll tell you the fun story about that. Obviously, you can imagine who my favorite is, right? Yeah. Okay, he was the only one I never met. Really? When I was a little boy. Long before there were Comic-Cons, there were Star Trek conventions. Oh, yeah. In fact, a lot of people don't know this, but all of these Comic-Cons that are everywhere, somewhere, every weekend, all yep. of these Walker Stalkers and Supernatural Cons and Anime Cons and Sci-Fi Cons and Comic Book Cons, they all started with Star Trek Cons. Yeah. Star Trek, the original Star Trek, Fans got together and would invite the actors to come to a hotel 
to sign autographs and do a ballroom, like do a Q&A in the ballroom and stuff. Yep. And when I was 12 and 13 and 14, I went to those Star Trek conventions and I met every single one of the original actors except Bill Shatner because the ones that he was supposed to be at that I went to meet him, he canceled. Yeah. Uh, so I never got to meet him. And then fast forward three decades and I was doing a signing at the Toronto uh, Fan Expo and Bill Shatner was going to be a guest as well. And so I told it, this was my birthday weekend. It was Labor Day weekend. And my birthday is August 27th. So I was there and uh, the organizer said to me, hey, you're spending your birthday weekend with us, aren't you? And I said, yep. And he said, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, well, I'd like to meet Bill Shatner. And he said, I can make that happen. And so he took me to meet Bill when, when Bill and his uh, booking agent, Gary Hassan, pulled up in the carport down underneath. I went with the organizer to meet Bill and Gary, uh, chatted with Bill a little bit, had a wonderful time. And then Gary ended up representing me at conventions. So Bill and I have now become friends and nice. we've done dozens of events together, had dinners, all Very kinds. Cool. Of, so I've had the, the enormous privilege to become friends with Bill. That's um, and he was the original uh, series cast that I uh, had not yet gotten to meet. And I fulfilled that dream five or six years ago, I guess. So that's awesome. Very cool. Um, so I, like Leo said, I know we're going to let you go, but real fast, any conventions booked yet for this 2020 oh, yes. season? Yes. Let me let you guys know. I have at least eight or 10 events already booked this year. I'm hoping to have more, obviously any of you guys that, that have a comic book store or a collectible shop in your area. And you're like, man, we don't have any, we don't have any conventions nearby, but there are a lot of fans here or, you know, you'd like, I've not been in your area in a while. Contact the conventions in your area. Let them know you'd like to have me as a guest or contact a, a comic book shop or a collectible shop and say, Hey, why don't you sponsor Vic to come in and do a, a personal signing event for the, for the fans in the area. I've done a lot of those. I love them to death. I love meeting the fans. They all know that. And uh, yes, Chris, let's try to get back up there in the Toronto area. Very cool. Um, but yes, I've got, I will be announcing them on my Twitter and I'll also be announcing them uh, at uh, my fan club site, risenbullrangers.com. You can check that out. R-I-S-E-M-B-O-O-L, risenbullrangers.com. Yeah, Nick, why don't you try to get me to that? That show. I'd love that. Thirsty for chicken. Um, I love you guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining all of you guys in the chat. Absolutely. Um, Leo, Jeff, Ben, thank you for having me. Thank you for it's coming. It's been an honor and yeah. a pleasure. So on that, Leo. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I know you got to go. So we're going to start with Vic. Where do you like uh, people interacting with you on social media? Uh, well, you know what? I, I, I don't do a ton of interacting on social media. I have my... My um, I have my tw my my Twitter that I make announcements for. But let's not forget Twitch. 
Um, every Wednesday night, I do a Twitch live stream uh, at 6 p.m. Central. So you guys, please uh, join us there uh, on Twitch. Um, and then also, you can find me on Cameo. I do a lot of Cameos for uh, personal videos for, uh, for fans. And then, of course, if you go to NeutralZoneStudios.com, you'll be able to see when I'll be down at the uh, Star Trek studio uh, sharing that with people and we'd love for you guys to come down so that's those are the main places awesome uh, and I got a bunch of links in the show notes up above or down below depending on where you're watching or listening to us uh, for me just google Leo Pond you find a bunch of stuff could be true could be not I'm not going to say which is which but I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network uh, we got about 40 shows on the network there's a lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff so definitely check us out and we just launched Dead Dork Radio so uh, look for more information we got like Saturday morning cartoons show we got uh, after uh, after five drive uh, tons of stuff and uh, Jeffrey where do you like people interacting with you Nowhere. Leave me alone. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I've got a Facebook page. You can look me up. There's probably a ton of me, though, so I might get lost in the shuffle. Uh, but the, give us a follow, uh, Token with the Dead on Facebook. Go to stilltoken.com. Uh, that's where all our crap is, everything. Everything you want to know about what we're doing is on stilltoken.com. Cool beans. As well as the rebroadcast of this. So, this will be archived on stilltoking.com. It will be archived on YouTube, uh, IMDb, uh, basically anywhere that we are. So, we want to thank our amazing guest, Vic, again for coming out tonight, joining us, kicking off season three with a bang. My pleasure. And much love to all of you guys in the, in the chat that said, Love you, love you, Polkanut. Sarah, everybody loves Gav, Hardy Girl. Nick, Juliana, Desi, all you guys, thanks for joining us. And uh, you guys have a wonderful new year. Um, I well. fully expect to be back in Boston. So, uh, yeah, you know, maybe we can pull some strings and uh, see about getting you uh, into like some of the shows that we know. Well, you know, pull those strings, buddy, because I know the fans would, would appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've been in talks with a couple of promoters and told them, told them what I thought, you know. Yeah. Because one of the things that Jeff and I do at shows is networking. Yes. You know. Yeah, and, I appreciate um, it. I appreciate it very much. You know. So on that, thank you to all our veterans and first responders for doing what you do so people like us can come up here and do what we do. Absolutely. Stay safe. We'll see you all next week. We got great guests coming this month. You won't want to miss. Absolutely. Bye. Take care, guys. Bye.